Greg Marcus is the president and CEO of the Marcus Corporation, and he is with us on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. Greg, how are you? Hey, John. I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm cold. I just listened to your weather report. I got cold <laughs> thinking about it. Oh, man. Man, it is chilly. Hey, I wanted to talk to you because two of my favorite places in town are the Fister and the St. Kate. Incredible places with very different feels. The RNC is coming to town. Your properties are going to be full. And I heard from a little bird that a lot of work's going on at the Fister in particular to make sure that it's shined up and really nice. What are you guys doing at the Fister to make sure you're ready to go before the RNC? Well, you know, I, I guess I, we are, you're, you're a little bird. By the way, you have great taste in hotels, so let me just start there, John. Um, <laughs> clearly a, a very intelligent person. But the hotel, you know, look, at the Fister is, uh, we are in the process of a, a big, you know, renovation project that's, that started, um, oh, man, a number of months ago, at, probably in the spring, actually. We've been, we started with the seventh floor. You know, the Fister, you have to remember, first of all, the Fister, you know, like any hotel, any of our hotels, you constantly have to reinvest in them to stay, you know, to stay current and to stay competitive. And, you know, we, that's something we always do, no matter what the time, whether, no matter what's going on, we try to, you know, stay current and, and reinvest in our properties. And so we started in the springtime, we redid the seventh floor, uh, which is our, you know, our, our, where our ballrooms are. And we're frankly, what a lot of the community sees in our hotels, they don't necessarily see the guest rooms. Um, but then the, uh, but then we actually now are, I, I think I just came from there because we were looking at some final design work. We've got the guest rooms are about to go under construction in the original section. We redid the tower section a little pre-pandemic, let's say. And that was a big reno where we redid all the bathrooms and put in, in, uh, in showers in place of tubs. And that's just to make it, you know, a modern hotel, you know, and that's because that's, that's what we want it to be with a classic touch. And so now we're doing the, the, the original section, the tower, the, I'm sorry, the, the corridors and the guest rooms, and we're redoing those bathrooms. It's going to be absolutely spectacular. And we were just looking at, you know, new design work for the lobby. We're not changing the lobby, you know, in a huge way, but it's time for new carpet and new paint and some new furniture and just to keep it fresh. And, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say we're doing it for the RNC, but certainly it gives you a deadline and nothing like a deadline to keep you moving. Well, Greg, it is an interesting event in that, I mean, it just so many people are going to be here and while they may have heard of the Fister, maybe they've never stayed at the Fister and and what a great opportunity to you know market one of these iconic Wisconsin Milwaukee hotels to the rest of the country yeah oh look you're you're exactly right that is and it really that's a a metaphor for the entire city for that week right you know look at we've been sold out before we get sold out pretty regularly especially in the summertime so we understand that's what a sold out crowd is like and how to handle them and but this is a chance for Milwaukee to be on display for the rest of the country to say, you know what, we can take your big convention business here and we can do it in style and take care of your guests in a way that really very few people can with our, with our let's call it Midwest nice. You know, everybody comes here and they say, wow, this place is so, I, I didn't know how great it was. So we, we need to be a little, a little bit less of, of a surprise, right? We need people to know what a great place we are. And the convention gives us the opportunity to showcase it for the world. And I think that if you if you talk to Peggy over at visit to Peggy William Smith, she'd say we're already seeing the impacts of that because we've got that that good housekeeping seal of approval from from a big convention like the like the RNC. Greg Marcus, the president and CEO of the Marcus Corporation, is with us. I want to ask you a movie question, Greg. Taylor Swift movie out still. It's been huge. The Beyonce movie is coming out. How big a deal? How nice a shot in the arm is this for the movie industry? Oh, it was you know a, a really big deal. Uh, it was you know for, for a few reasons. First.
first. And it, this was because the timing of the Taylor Swift movie was perfect. One of the things that, you know, as people may have heard, you know, there was an actor strike going on. It's since, since looks like it's been solved. Uh, and the, but so we were seeing movies move. And it's funny, I misjudged this one. Uh, it shows you how smart I can be. I, you know, people said, what's the problem going to be? And I said, well, the problem will be next year, you know, because it takes years to make a movie. And if they stop making movies for a little while, there'll be a gap later on. What I hadn't thought about is that one, that one of the problems was with the strike was that they, the actors were not allowed to promote their movies. And so for where, where you had a movie, for example, like Dune 2, which was supposed to come out in the fall, you you had a, you know, you, the, 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 the people who made the movie were concerned that the actors couldn't promote it, Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet, big followings. And so they moved it to springtime. And now we had a gap. And then Taylor Swift rode in on her white horse and saved everybody with that, with that great thing. But the other piece of that, in addition to saving us, uh, with keep helping fill that gap, was that it showed how, you know, I, I like to say we're in the getting people together business, whether that's in a hotel or in a movie theater to watch a movie or in a theater to watch a concert or to watch a sporting event in the theater. You know, we have lots of different things we can play. And so for, I want people to think about a theater as not so much just a place to see movies, but a place to see entertainment on a giant screen surrounded by a lot of people with great food, great popcorn. That's what it is. I also wanted to ask you uh, about your piano playing, because I'm so intrigued by this, Greg. So you're in our community. You're a business leader. You're also invested in our community. Are you still playing piano at the St. Kate? I play virtually every Tuesday. Um, I'm not there tomorrow because I'm out of town, but uh, but I'm a little spotty toward the end of the year. But mo- but most Tuesdays I'm there uh, with my bass player Jeff Hammond, great professional bass player. He carries me. <laughs> I need someone to carry me. <laughs> What's more enjoyable, playing the piano for an evening or sitting and watching a great movie? Ooh. Uh, I'm going to have to say sitting and watching a great movie, but it's a very close tie. I mean, you know, you know, there's room for both. <laughs> Do you play at home? Does Linda get to sometimes have a glass of wine and just sit and listen to you play while she's doing her, doing her thing? I mean, you know, you make, it's funny, you know, it's when you say it like that, it sounds like it should be so nice for her, but, uh, yeah, no, look at, I, I actually, I have to play every day. And when you're practicing something over and over and over again, cause you know, the, the, the you know, the people who play and play nicely, it looks like it's coming so easy, but it's not so easy. She has to suffer through the learning phase of whatever I'm working on. The biggest question is who has control of the Amazon account and how active is it today? Um, you know, it's pretty funny you mentioned that. Uh, not just my wife, but all of my children, too. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Greg Marcus is the president and CEO of the Marcus Corporation. You're a busy guy, and we always appreciate when you make some time for us. Thank you, Greg. Uh, thanks, you, John. Anytime.